All right, we'll say good morning, good morning. Let us, let us begin. We are in Eretz Hashem continuing today in Chovah Salabavah Shara Bitachon. And again, specifically... Fo- All right, specifically focusing on, again, in the Hebrew, page 21. Page 21, Art Scroll. Again, we're, follow- we're beginning in the section we just finished in yesterday's year, the 10 different distinctions between being a Boteach Ba'ashem versus an alchemist. So today we're continuing in the Ramch, in the Ramchal, in the Chavos HaLavavos, with still continuing the argument, so to speak, as to the benefits of belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu over anything else. So again, the Mechaber goes on, he says, Umito'elas habitachon Ba'ashem be'inyan ha-Torah. So he explains over here as follows, that another benefit, another benefit, However, the swarm up here, if anyone needs. The, the, another benefit, ultimately, again, of... Be, you want to turn it up? Thank you, Michael. I think the, the last dial, maybe just a little bit. The one all the way to the right. A little better? A little better? Better? Okay. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. It's one of the additional benefits of having Mitachon HaKadosh Baruch Hu Be'inyan HaTorah ultimately, again, is in the realm of performance of the Torah and Avodas Hashem. How so? Ki avoteach Hashem in Uba Mamon, yimar lahotzi chovos, v'chovos b'nei adami mamono. That's incredible. He says, let's, let's analyze this from two perspectives. If a person has bitachon, so if a person has bitachon and they also happen to have money, see a person who has bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, means, and my sense of safety, security, belief is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I am also a person, Baruch Hashem, of means. I have money. What am I going to do with my money in that situation? Number one, I will be quick to go ahead and pay my debts. So literally, again, the debts that I have to Hashem, now what are the debts that I have to Hashem? Mitzvos. So I'll go ahead and I'll pay off my debts that I have to Hashem. Chovos b'nei Adam. I'll also go ahead and pay off my obligations to people. And I will say, what are my obligations to people? So you'd be tempted to say, oh, I must be referring to loans or different things. He's talking about over here, tzedakah, chesed. So in other words, there are two different types of obligations that I have. I have obligations towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In other words, let me say it differently. There are two different obligations that I have that I fulfill with my money. There are my obligations towards God. That refers to the performance of mitzvos for which I use my money. And there are obligations that I have towards my fellow man, which refers to chesed. Those are the different chesedim tzedakah for which I use my money as well. The mamo, but again, if a person doesn't have money, so let's say a person has bitachon, but doesn't have money, so he explains, so he explains, ultimately again, yira ki chesron hamamon, tova mitovos hamakom alof. Both say this is incredible. If a person has bitachon, then he will see that his lack of money is in and of itself a form of divine kindness as well. I want to say it's a, such, a, such a profound idea. So again, just to go back for just a second, right? If a person has bitachon, if he has money, he'll recognize that money is a gift from the Ribbono Shalom, and I have an obligation with that money <coughs> to satisfy my obligations towards Hashem, i.e. performance of mitzvot, as well as to go and to, uh, perform my obligations towards my fellow man, i.e. chesed. If I don't have money, if I don't have money, I'll look at the fact that I don't have money as a form of chesed from Hashem as well. You'll say, how is not having money 
a form of chassid from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi said this is incredible. He says, "Bipnei istalko me'alav me'alav hachovos shuchayiv bahem shuchayiv bahem alokim ve'uklape bnei adam ba'avuro." So I'll say because at the end of the day, look, if I don't have money, then that diminishes a certain amount of responsibilities that I have, both towards God as well as towards my fellow man. Right? In other words. If you have the money, you're vested with responsibilities. If I don't have the money, I don't have those same level of responsibilities, both towards God as well as towards my fellow man. He goes on, he says, Vigam lemiut tirdas libo bishmiraso vahan hagaso. Bosef, this is incredible. Furthermore, if I don't have money, there's also a certain lack of what he calls tirda. Tirda means mental preoccupation. What's the mental preoccupation? I will say everyone knows when I have money, so there's mental preoccupation, number one, with guarding it, with taking care of it, with how to behave with it. And a person who does not have that money, so I'll say it's so interesting because we often look at we often look at money is automatically a blessing and lack of money is automatically a hardship. What the what the Mahabra is describing to us over here, I will say, is it works both ways. Money is absolutely a blessing, but money comes with obligations, right? Not having money also comes with a certain level of blessing. It also has a certain level of blessing, a certain inner quietude, right? A certain, certain lack of tirda, a certain lack of preoccupation, always worrying about, am I going to have enough of it? Is there going to be more of it? What do I need to do in order to preserve it? So if Baruch doesn't give it to a person, by definition, they are blessed with a certain level of inner quietude. He goes on, he says, K'moshe Neymar, al-echad minah chasidim, shaya omer, shahaya omer. So we'll say, he talks over here, that there was a, one of the chasidim, one of the pious individuals, who used to say, ha-mokom yatsileni mi-pizor ha-nefesh. We'll say, this is incredible. So he says over here, what does it mean? He's used to cease to dab in his tefillah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should save me from Pizor HaNefesh. I'll say, what's the lashon of Pizor HaNefesh? Pizor means scattered. Nefesh means soul. This person, this concept was davening. Hashem should allow me to be mentally present in life. Hashem should help me to avoid Pizor HaNefesh being scattered of the soul. What this concept essentially was saying was, Hashem should give me inner quietude. Inner quietude. A sense of nachas ruach. Amrlo, mahu pizor hanefesh. So they asked this chassid, what is pizor hanefesh? What does it mean that a person is, that their soul is scattered in a million different places that they lack in our quietude? Amar, sheyihye li mamon. So he was, so in other words, I will say, what he, what he was saying is, what he was saying is ultimately, again, sheyihye li mamon means he was davening to Hashem not to have too much money. Zdavim Tashem, not to have too much money. Right? Ultimately, again, because sometimes when a person has so much, that becomes the entirety of their life to the exclusion of everything else. And specifically, he said, sorry, so I'll say what he was davening for was Hashem, don't let me have money, literally again, in every port and in every city. And I will say, just to be clear, the chassid wasn't asking to be poor. He was asking, because he was saying to be clear, poverty, poverty has its own challenges, 
right? And poverty brings with it its own difficulties. What he was davening for was like, Baruch Hu, let me have what I need. But I will say sometimes, sometimes less is more. And sometimes having too much, by definition, goes ahead and takes away from a person's sense of, of inner quietude, of, of, of nachas ruach, of a sense of shalom. And I will say, you know, it's so interesting because we are conditioned to think the more money you have, the easier your life is. And all the Mechaber is saying is, the more, you know, the more money you have, you know what it means, the more money you have? It means the more money you have. That, that's all it means. That's all it means. But often, again, as we're going to see in the next line, the more property you have, the more worry you have. The more things you have, the more I say, and it's true. We see this in life, that, that the more you have in life, the more you worry about money. The more you have in life, the more you are preoccupied with your material possessions. We say it's an incredible thing in life. We think the goal in life is to become wealthy. Wealth is a gift. And wealth has responsibilities, but wealth also deprives one of a sense of nachas ruach, of a sense of inner quietude. And I will say, so how do you, how do you balance all of this, right? Because again, on one hand, the Ramchal says, the says that if you're blessed with wealth, that comes with responsibilities towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the performance of mitzvos. It comes with responsibilities towards your fellow man. Ultimately, in the realm of tzedakah, if you don't have wealth. You're exempted from a lot of these responsibilities. That gives you a sense of nachas ruach. Furthermore, right, preoccupation with wealth ultimately deprives one of any sense of shalom in life, any sense of nachas ruach. And he says, Va'amru e'zu asher Who is one who is wealthy? One who is happy with what he has in life. Banu, one who has bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, yasik to'eles hamamon. Ultimately, again, we'll be able to see the benefit of his wealth. Ritzoni lomar parnasaso, v'tirmna mimeno tirdas hamachshava, shabal hamamon, v'asmadas da'agosolo. And ultimately, you're going to say, so remember, now, what, was, what is the Mechaber saying? Is wealth good? Wealth not good? Should you have it? Should you not have it? So we'll say, so remember again, often, Wealth in life, we see this, we see this. Baruch Hu gives some people money, some people don't have money. Some people work hard and they get it. Some people work hard and they don't get it. Some people don't work hard and they get it all. Some people work hard and they get nothing. So the point that the Mechaber is making over here is, whether you have a lot or a little, the goal is to go ahead and utilize it with a sense of bitachon. That's the goal, right? And what bitachon says is, the Rebbe gave me what he gave me. See, if I have a lot, my obligation now is to make sure to use it in satisfying my obligations towards Hashem and my fellow Rebbe said, that's why I have it. I have it in order to go ahead and do good by God and do good by man. That's why it's there. Doesn't mean I can't enjoy it. Well, of course, I'm allowed to enjoy it. But Lamaise, as long as I enjoy it with the recognition as to why I have it. And if I don't have it, and if I don't have it, understand the benefits of not having it. In other words, that there is a certain nachas ruach, I was in a sense totally counterintuitive, because we think, I, where does nachas ruach come from? Nachas ruach comes from money, right? Because if you have it, you could buy, you could purchase, you could vacation, you could do, and that's where all the nachas ruach comes from. There's benefits, 
But I will say there's, certain, there's also a certain level of preoccupation that comes with immense wealth as well. And when you don't have that immense wealth, you have a certain level of, you have a certain level of inner quietude that allows you to focus on the important things in life. But bottom line, says the Mechaber, whether you have it or you don't have it, the goal is to go ahead and utilize it or live your life through the prism of Bitachon. And specifically, if a person is blessed with wealth, their goal is to go ahead and use it as a Baal Bitachon would, which is not to let it become the centerpiece of my life. Centerpiece of my life. So I will say, it's, it's interesting. So literally, over here from Koheles, and I will say, when the laborer, when the laborer goes ahead and takes his nap, it's very sweet. Whether he sleeps for a little, right? Whether he eats a little, whether he doesn't eat a little, but yet the, the which person who has a lot, can't fall asleep at night. So I'll say, what is it saying? Again, the same idea that sometimes with what, when you have more, when you have more, so the digus of having more ultimately keep you up at night. Sometimes if you have less, the ability to put your head down on the pillow and fall asleep comes much easier. So I'll say, so just to be clear, like the Ramchal, the Chavos is not arguing against wealth. He can't argue against wealth. Why can't he argue against wealth? Because Hashem gives Baruch Hashem people wealth. Hashem didn't want anyone to have it. He wouldn't give it to anyone. But the point over here is whether you have it or you don't have it, the goal is to utilize it through the prism of Bitochon. So again, if you have it, recognize that at the end of the day, the goal is to use it to satisfy your obligations towards Hashem and towards your fellow man. And the goal is not to become preoccupied by it. That's the goal, I'll say, which is one of the hardest things in life because we see this, that when a person has money, suddenly again, their whole orientation towards what's important in life, what should I focus on life, what gets my attention, it shifts. I want us to actively battle against that to keep themselves grounded and to recognize again, that wealth, primarily it's there to serve Hashem and to serve my fellow man. And if a person doesn't have it, they shouldn't spend their lives lamenting what they don't have. Ezu Ashir Mar Mar And to recognize that if I don't have it, Hakadosh Baruch is giving me the opportunity to allow me to focus myself on the things that are truly important in life. I will say, we'll stop over here for today. Incredible. Mm.